0: Degrassi Viewing Podcast. I am your veteran Donnie who is sick and tired of hearing the word boner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Frank, your neophyte, who honestly is just really not feeling any of the men in this episode.
0: (laughs) Are we ever feeling the men of Degrassi out other than like snake?
1: Oh, that's there, fair, that's
0: fair. there was a
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> there was a clear glorious time.
0: Listens to our backlog,
1: <laughs> Called the joy of good Sean.
0: Oh, rip. Um. Oh, no. Today, you missed a bit. Uh, oh, okay. Today we're joined with two very special guests. Um, both of them are folks who have appeared on separate episodes, um, so I will not take the time to do super detailed introductions um but these two are absolutely near and dear to us and also people that we really enjoy the thoughts of even if they are both newbies um so while they I guess they're not really newbies anymore um our guests Kira and Kirsten. Hi. Uh, hello.
2: <laughs> I'm trying not to crosstalk on this crossover episode. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're calling in all the warriors. (laughs) (laughs) You
2: force us both to watch this boner episode.
0: First, You were like, yeah, I would love to come back on. Yeah, Yeah, sure, I'll sign up. And I was like, you know, that's the episode with Spinner's boners. And they're like, yeah, sure. Well, I
3: thought the boners would be a B-plot and
0: boners, but also... They are. It was the B it plot. It was the B plot. But <laughs> it feels like it, it wasn't. It feels like the A plot. <laughs> so, I guess the question before we get into this, which by the way, we're watching Degasi The Next Generation Season 2 Episode 5 Weird Science. Before we get any further, content warning, in case you can't tell, we are going to be talking about um, a teenager's boners. It is not enjoyable, but I figure people should know because it's going to... We're gonna say that word a lot We're gonna be talking about erections a lot And that's just the way it's going to be this episode Um, My question before we get too far Into talking about this Is um, Have you two watched any more Degrassi outside of this episode Since the last time we met Well
2: So my girlfriend Sid Who has expressed interest In in wanting to come on the podcast We, uh,
0: We got Sid on the list Worry not
2: I know But, uh, so, I think they were watching somewhere in season four or something when I was over, and I was just like, this is too much. This is, this is a lot. (laughs) I don't, (laughs) I don't know. And I tried not to pay too much attention to it. But other than that, I watched, um, those first eight episodes that I watched, and then this episode. Nice. And that's it.
0: Nice. And Kirsten?
3: Well, you know, I have watched two episodes of Degrassi now in my
0: life. A solid two. You two were realized, traumatizing. <laughs> you, yeah, I know. You've jumped onto quite the doozies. Although you two realize that wasn't a test. It was just... I was just curious. <laughs> there was no test here. You know, the teacher... I feel like, you know, it just goes back to it. Academia.
2: You do have a good teacher voice. That's
0: true. <laughs> Four years and a, a master's degree, and this is all I've earned. <laughs> <laughs> An imposing tone. Um... So, because we have the two of you on, we do want to introduce our A plot and our B plot. Um, so, let's do this. Kirsten, how about you introduce our A plot? And Kira, you introduce our B plot. Yeah.
2: I can do
4: that.
3: Um, <laughs> so, Emma, her favorite, like, do-it-all, but also kind of fuck-it-all, fuck-up person, <laughs> um, is really having a lot of struggles with her mom dating uh, Archie slash Snake slash Mr. Simpson. There's a lot of names. Um, and, you know, she's kind of being a little bit of a dick about it, but <laughs> she's getting through it. And she also has this science fair project, and he's a judge, and it kind of goes a little bit to shambles. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that for now. Nice. Nice.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And
2: Kira. So, the B-plot. Uh, B is for boners.
4: Uh, <laughs> all right! Uh,
2: so, um, Jimmy and Snake are... well, Spinner. Oh, my God. I can't... Jimmy <laughs> and Snake. I'm going to get all the names It'll wrong spin again. Spinner and Snake. All the names wrong again. Uh, Spinner Sweet. and Jimmy are uh, talking about how the science experiment is affecting his boner
0: abilities
2: and that's the whole episode
0: yeah honestly
2: that's the whole plot
0: there's no yeah
2: that's that's a one that's the one sentence summary of that
3: (sighs) yeah yeah honestly Okay. Uh, all right. Well.
1: And honestly, folks, slap the biohazard logo on this episode because there's a lot of toxic masculinity in this. Ooh. Yes. We're, yes.
4: <laughs> who's
1: that My pit boy's going off like nonstop.
0: It's, ooh, we, it, ooh. Let's just get with it. Um, I mean, I feel like with the A plot and the B plot, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I could do either one. Let's just jump into the A plot first. Um. So, our A plot opens up. We have Snake and Spike, and they are super lovey dovey at the dinner table, and enter Emma, death staring at them. <laughs> 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 Which mood me when I see heterosexuals, honestly. But
1: <laughs> staring <laughs> right at me while you said that.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Frank. You're the only one. You're the only one on this podcast. (laughs) And all of our guests.
3: You are it. Um, I feel like you're a good representation, though. Like, you're the the cream of the crop.
1: Thank you. Which is why you know this thing. I'm not jumping in on that boner talk, because I feel weird enough already on this episode.
0: (laughs) But, uh, but, um, so, so during this whole entire thing, you know, their super lovey-dovey, Emma is waiting for death, um, and the, <laughs> whole, and the whole entire time, um, she's killing me because she's calling him Mr. Simpson, but she's saying it in this really blunted, like, affect <laughs> the whole entire time. She's just like, why don't you pass the plate over?
4: Mr. Simpson.
2: I think the first time she says it, she also just breaks her chest at the same time. So it's just like a very good punctuation. It's like, Mr. Simpson. (laughs) Power move.
0: (laughs) It's really true. And um, it's a really good continuation. And I know you two have not watched any episodes, but this is continuing tension from when this relationship was initially being kicked around, which is that, Emma straight up tells Spike, like, I don't really know how to feel about this. You know, I don't feel great, to be honest, that the fact that you are dating my teacher. So we're seeing that Spike is continuing to pursue this relationship, and we're seeing that Emma is not outright saying, like, no, you can't do it, but you can tell, like, you know, she's not loving it.
3: You know, honestly, I feel like it's highly inappropriate. Or inappropriate, sorry. Um, you just, like, having your child being in the same class as the person you are seeing, it's just not okay. Like, I don't feel like there's a separation of... There, there's just too many feelings involved. And adults <clears throat> are not perfect. Mm, that's true. <laughs> we're the, yeah, we're just... Uh, we're... I mean, this is kind of iffy, but adults are just not perfect, and they sometimes fuck up. And I think it was rightful for uh, Liberty to bring up all of that... Probably jumping the gun. Yeah. Um. But for all this questioning about Mr. Simpson
0: and (laughs) anybody else, have a phone that's going off right
1: now. No, I'm just looking at how sick the biohazard logo is. (laughs) Great. (laughs) We're all so focused. (laughs) Yeah. But
3: anyway, I can finish that thought later because clearly there was a lot of. It just makes more sense later. Well, yeah, (laughs) it's all good.
0: Um. Yeah, no, this is a toughie on, like, a moral level in terms of, like, dating a parent and that potential weird dynamic that can happen. And, I mean, this episode is going to look at it from that bias perspective, which I really appreciated that it did. Um, And it's just really rough because it's, like, there's this weird thing, not really a weird thing, but a thing about teaching which talks a lot about how, like, teachers should be members of the community. Right, makes sense. Snake is a really good example of this because he like he lives in the community and he's a teacher there and he's he's considered like a community member and in many ways he's embodying that. And it does kind of pose that point that if you were not going into that community already in a relationship, then it's very possible your dating pool is potentially going to be a student's parent. And it's a very difficult thing to think about because on one hand the heart wants what the heart wants which seems to be a big thing that they're not explicitly saying but you know as much as spike loves emma she's still pursuing this relationship and as much as snake probably feels awkward about the situation he's still pursuing the relationship um Mm -hmm. but it does open up this very difficult conversation um which i don't really know too much if it's something I feel like it's probably in some people's contracts that they probably can't date parents Mm. but I don't think it's really that explicit in many Mm.
3: people's well I just think it's very strange that they didn't from the forefront as soon as they started well as soon as the relationship became serious set down ground rules about how Mr. Simpson Snake Archie Archibald (laughs) Jesus fucking hell um interacted with Emma at school. Like, I don't think it's a, in a, uh, a per, it's not appropriate for her to be in his class, and it's also not appropriate for her to be judged, or him to be judging her project at the
0: science fair. It's just not. Yeah, that part is really tripping me up, but we'll, we will definitely get to that point when we, when we get there, um, because that's like kind of our intro to it. Emma is on the verge of dissociation, basically, this whole entire <laughs> <laughs> meal. <mill.
3: laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: Um and then when they go back to this plot, um I do want to spotlight some fashion. Did anyone see Manny's delightful definitely From Delia's cargo skirt? No. Oh. It was what? good. It was good. Like one of those like really clunky ones with like the zipper. Oh, yeah, and the yeah. pockets. Kira noticed the, the tear-away pants. That's
2: later. Yeah. That's later. <laughs> That's later. We're, we're, we'll get to that. We're one. getting to
0: the golden age of fashion, everybody.
1: Ma- mm-hmm. Manny learned her lesson from Emma. <laughs> Always have backup pants. Truly. <laughs> um, I do also want, I, though, uh, before we move on, I just want to say I think basically every teacher's contract in this school is just basically it just says at the top rules of Calvin Ball, and you just sign at the bottom. Because the rules are just whatever we make up on the spot.
0: It's, it's truly, though, and it's like I under like I don't know. I I understand that probably a lot of people listen to how I harp on this stuff and probably don't think it's that big of a deal, but mm-hmm. I do think that there is a layer here, which is like you know, does a teacher actually have the grounds to do this type of stuff, and what are the limitations of being a teacher? And I think that the thing that this episode that this show fails at, because we saw this, Frank and I saw this, particularly with how Armstrong interacts with Liberty, is like the teachers aren't really given very much boundaries and aren't necessarily like, we're not really seeing great modeling or great points as to what a good teacher should
2: be. Yeah, there's not really a prime example, I guess. But it's like, there's a lot of other like ways for like a single parent to date, Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is always a thing. Yeah. Like, always, like, when do I introduce the, like, my significant other to my child? When, when, and, like, even if if they don't like my significant other, what happens now? What do we do? It's not, like, specific to teaching. Yeah. But it's, like...
0: It's just another layer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's another layer to a very real issue Mm -hmm. that probably a lot of the kids watching this show (coughs) either will have experience with or have had experience with
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, so and that's the thing that I do like about Degrassi and what I do like about the fact that Emma is our protagonist because because she's the protagonist she's usually the one we see the most of her family structure and because of that we get to see a protagonist who has a family structure that is not the nuclear yeah. form and that is really important and that is a uh, experience that I think is really important that viewers get to see which is really nice and also, Spike is not portrayed as the stereotypical single mom either, which no. is really nice.
1: Yeah.
0: I I love her. I really do. <laughs> I, I You know, she doesn't do everything right, but I, I just love her.
1: I, I feel like if you saw a list in, like, Spike's head of her priorities, it's like, one... Turn Emma into a strong, independent person <laughs> yeah. to my own personal happiness. <laughs> it's
0: true, though. Yeah, It's true. Um, so back at school, we have Manny, like, you know, in that great cargo skirt. Um, and she and Emma are talking. And this is... <laughs> my big note is me trying to figure out if... Number one, me trying to figure out if the Archie comics have ever really been culturally relevant, that kids talk about it. But number two, that I agree with Emma's assessment that Spike is a Veronica. So (laughs) Yeah.
2: Agree. Agree, right?
0: Agree.
3: I feel like they're at least in reference to you go to the grocery store and they'd be in in the
0: checkout line. I only really, really knew... Archie comics because of the Mac collection that came out when I was yeah there was a Mac collection and it was super cute because you had like the the brights for Betty with like Betty on the packaging and then there were the darks with Veronica on the packaging
1: hmm.
0: it's very old
1: uh, we did skip over one thing I just want to quickly go back to um, is that Archie asks Emma, "Do you have any big dates planned for this oh, week?" Right. Hot, <laughs> dates. Hot, hot dates, dates. hot, hot dates. dates, and I actually have a clip of what's going on in Emma's head. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Issue of good teachers versus bad teachers, because yeah. it's like as a teacher, would you ever ask a kid that in no. in, in seriousness? No. Like as someone who works with kids, um I guess I'm not a teacher anymore, I'm an educator. Weird. Um, I never wanna know what my kids are doing in a romantic sense. I never wanna know who's dating. And, like, just because, like, this kid is now in a circle that is not just, like, a student circle, this is now the kid of my girlfriend, like, I still don't, wanna like, yeah, I don't want to know. Like, that's
3: gross. That's not even appropriate if
0: you're the significant other of the child's No! Parent. It's just embarrassing. At the very least, it's embarrassing to the kid. Yeah. And, and not the way to endear them.
2: I feel like it was a really hard overcorrection that he was like, Trying to venture into like
0: stepdad,
2: awkward stepdad territory. Yeah. But then he was just like, oh no, too much.
0: Right? He's like, I'm going to try some dad jokes. Oh no. Oh god.
1: Okay. Just a little bit. Oh god, the top came (laughs) off.
0: That's exactly it. It's like that. Like, oh, I'm just going to put some sugar. Oh, that was salt. Oh no, I'm an idiot. (laughs) That's exactly what was happening. But it was just like oh man that was ugly but yeah so like they also talk about that like emma is absolutely grossed out (laughs) manny is just trying to be a good friend and hear her out um and they have that like little archie comic exchange um and uh, that's that's all i got i agree she's a veronica
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah especially the um new veronica um, from Riverdale. That's
0: right, because you've uh, actually seen Riverdale. Yes. So. yes, she's yeah.
1: Like when, because
4: mm-hmm. she's definitely Ronnie.
1: <laughs> there's yeah. a um, part in Riverdale where like the boys have a scorebook essentially. Oh. And Veronica goes on the war path to, like, yes. <laughs> to bring it down. Oh, It's good.
4: very, it's very good. God,
1: it's perfectly perfect. I think she just straight says, like, I will not be slut-shamed!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can, like, yeah. somebody please edit the Riverdale, but it's only the stuff I would want to see. Like, that's all I request.
1: It would be about 10 minutes long.
0: That's fine. yeah. I'll <laughs> gonna... watch 10 minutes. I'll watch 10 minutes of Riverdale if it's just the stuff I want to see. For
1: me, it would just be called the Cheryl Blossom Show. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> oh,
4: yeah.
1: And the intro and outro would just be Cheryl Blossom running across a football field. <laughs> <laughs> Which she does. <laughs> it's and, like good. She just forest comes across the football field.
0: <laughs> Wait, during a football
1: game? Yeah. Like, she has flashbacks to her dead brother and then just Forest comes no. away.
0: Good. Good. <laughs>
1: Um, okay, but I'm sorry. So I guess the next scene is
2: the science the start of the science fair.
1: They're all in the like science class. They're in the one classroom they always hang out in. Oh,
3: with with
0: her.
1: Well, first off, somebody is just, Manny is is just dressing Uh, Toby up like a robot.
4: Yes. Like, oh fuck it. I don't know.
0: I'm not going to win. (laughs) Literally
2: ridiculous. (laughs) And I know she's talking to uh, Emma when she's when she's actually talking, but she's putting the robot suit on oh, Toby, I love it. and she's like, "Your experiment is the best," and it's like, "What?
0: what? <laughs> this is so." <laughs> I've never done a science fair. I've I've never participated in one, so this is always a mystery to me. But I think like the biggest thing is, like, so they're all talking about their science experiments, and so, like, I don't know what Manny's is. Toby is a robot. Okay, period. Um, Liberty's talking about light deprivation in plants. That sounds like a science fair thing. That sounds like a go-to. Not to say it's a bad one, but I believe it.
2: And the way she says it, in very Liberty fashion. Oh,
0: yes. My girl, Liberty. What I like, though, about her is, like, she's become so cocky, and I love it. Like
2: she reminds me of Pose of of uh Oh my god, what's what's that
3: Donnie Awakens. The Oh my god, what's
2: Electra. Oh my god! This this whole episode This whole this whole episode, Liberty is chanting Electra Abundance energy.
1: Yes. For for those at home, Donnie was also JoJo posing while waiting for Kira's like answer.
2: Yes. Like, like she walks in and she's just like my project on light deprivation is the best and definitely the most scientific now I
0: want like a, a junior high AU of pose but like I feel like it would oh, just God. be that scene <laughs> it yeah. would just be that but yes. it would be Electra just like that and Blanca being like I don't know what to do about this experiment <laughs> like,
1: I just want to
0: win and do well it would just, like, that would be it. It would just be the same scene, just with different characters doing it.
4: Yeah, over uh, and over.
0: Just, yes, but, like, it's so funny because, like, Liberty is just, like, like she. but also, like, let's be real. When somebody assembling their friend into a robot, someone has no actual, like, nobody seems like they actually have a hypothesis among any of them. <laughs> no. Like, I don't blame Liberty for being, like, I'm, I'm going to win. Does she? She, she says Emma? it at the front. Does is she going through the scientific method? No, I'm not claiming she is
2: using the scientific method. All right, all right, we're going back. We're she going has back. A real hypothesis, quick. though. The her science experiment, which was like revealed the scene before.
3: Yeah.
2: How many? Uh, what? Just how much exercise can you do after eating food?
0: I think yeah. It was, how much so energy you do you have based on the food? So in theory if you eat healthy food you should have more it y- was like jumping
2: should... jacks though yeah so it's like how many jumping jacks can you do but like on a weekly basis based on the food you eat
3: it wasn't h- horribly
0: hack- designed
2: there's not a lot of controls there no.
0: not a lot of
2: controls
0: i don't know anything about science and i'm like what the that's not <laughs> how it works and like But she had had a hypothesis. She did, fine, fair enough, she had a hypothesis. She did have a
2: hypothesis, we'll give her that.
0: I will give her that much, but Hasselakos should have set her aside in the hall and been like, I'm a little worried about your science project, Emma. You know, I think you have some really good ideas. (laughs) But I'm worried about the execution. Good ideas. Oh. I'm really worried that you're not going to be able to execute it. Like,
2: Okay, she did not approve any of these projects, no! which we will definitely get so, into later. No!
4: So,
1: <laughs> so I just want to throw this out there. Like, we need to talk about JT.
0: <laughs> we do, and I've been trying really hard not to, but I feel like we must talk about the JT-shaped elephant in the room, which is every episode, really. Uh,
2: so, yeah... In this scene where everyone is preparing, he (laughs) is—he's just just mixing this giant beaker full of goo. Oh God! He's making
0: slime before it was cool. And then lard—it was lard.
3: But
2: we don't know that. We don't know that yet. We don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a beaker full of goo that he then asks the teacher for help, and then spills it on her.
0: It's disgusting.
2: Like, it's. I don't know how he could have unintentionally spilled it on her.
1: So it's like.
0: He's a disgusting little man. No.
4: (laughs) Hey,
1: I'm not answering the emails. So if you're listening to this, please write into Donnie and explain why does anybody like JT?
0: Honestly, I'm the veteran, and I need people to, like, write me an MLA-cited essay explaining to me why they like JT, because at this point in my rewatch, I don't, I don't understand. I don't. And I've watched this series multiple times, and I'm like, why did I ever like this character? He
1: he could save five elderly golden retrievers from a burning (laughs) building, and I still wouldn't even think it's sincere. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, you're just doing that to try and, like, get... Woo
0: the female firefighter that's, like, <laughs> just outside. Seems everything bad
3: about men. Oh, God.
0: And uh, so that's the thing, though, because, like, okay, like... Emma never thinks his behavior is cute. Ever. Like, she's pretty up- upfront about that type of stuff. Or or even non-verbally, like, she's clearly, like, disgusted by his behavior. Um, and yet, and yet, um, like, he still is able to have these tee-hee moments, and it really pisses me off, um... I'm sorry. I have a rat who's sick, and he's currently squeaking a little bit. Yeah. He's on meds. Disclaimer: He's on meds, but it's a little distracting for our our uh, guests who don't, who did not know about this. It's a lot of little cute sounds. It's not cute. He's sick. They're so sad. <laughs> it's sad because he's sad.
2: Cute films. sounds. He's
0: medicated. He hopefully will stop doing it in a little bit. <laughs> I'm very sorry that my boys are very are my boys honky. <laughs> Landry. My honky boy. Oh, poor Landry. Yeah, it's it's rough. Uh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, once again, just to be clear to the audience, he's on medication, and hopefully it will clear up soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just I'm so tired of his antics. I'm so exhausted, and like clearly, like I've had to deal with it every week. Like if you two are exhausted just by jumping in, that's clearly an indicator that like this this is not cute. But also, like, wouldn't you get sent to the principal's
3: office for that shit? Should have. doesn't make any sense.
2: Like, Calvin Ball. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Ms. Hazel, who cares? Um, <laughs> is just, like, I'd be like, you just ruined my blast, you little piece of shit.
0: <laughs> I will say, like, it is hard being a teacher in some of those situations. I think a lot of teachers are very apprehensive to actually report that type of stuff because of, um power dynamic stuff so like i get it but this also is not becoming once again it's a t he moment it's not has is getting a plot and like it's about the difficulties of working with a kid like jt and feeling violated by it it's just oh jt is up to his shenanigans again i mean do you think you could talk like
3: still report it but not talk about it in a weird sexual manner.
0: I mean, probably the best way at that point is to just report Shenanical. home and be like, hey, like, just so you know, he did this today, um, you know, that's not acceptable and probably just take that route. Yeah, that sounds
3: <clears throat> I mean it's kind of hard uh hard topic to broach with parents. Your yes. kid is just being sexually
0: terrible. Yeah. <laughs> especially the teachers. And I, I think that's also a problem, like I think that also reiterates how, like, a lot of that toxic masculinity, which we disclaimered at the top of the show, goes unchecked in school because, Mm. like, there's not a really, like, we have very clear, well, not very clear because I think that they can be better, but, like, we have attempts at guidelines for, like, harassment and intimidation and bullying when it's peer-to-peer. But the conversation—it never really has developed what to do when it's happening, and like the teacher is being impacted by it.
3: I mean, even when it's the other way around, there's yeah. still not much.
0: Yeah. No, it's true. It's it's skeletal, and I don't know the solution. So don't email me about how like I'm talking like about this because yeah. I don't I don't know the solution. I've been in education for this is my fifth year, um, but. It's it's a very rough conversation that has been happening for years, and I don't think we have figured it out yet. I don't know yeah. if we will anytime soon, either.
2: Well, back to the reason why the focus was on JT. <laughs> right! Uh, uh, <sighs> which isn't... <laughs> it's because JT is throwing off Emma's experiment, because he does better on junk food than he does on healthy food.
1: And then he illustrates this by burping on Emma...
4: Oh, Uh, this
3: part is, that's, that's, I was like, are you really sure you want
0: to get that close to his face? Let's be, let's be sure about this. Gross. Um, I think that's for a little while, but it's gross what happens. Well, also, like, here's my big question about Emma's experiment. Once again, I don't know anything about science fairs. I never did one. I've never judged one or anything like that. Why would you have your test subjects be your competition? You wouldn't.
2: I mean, it's not normally, like, a real competition. It's like, it's it's like everyone does it and you get a grade.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's 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 normally just how it is. Okay. But also, you don't have, if you're going to have people
0: participate in it, usually you have to pick people who are outside of it.
4: Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would make sense.
0: Well, yeah, like, I feel like when we've had it, like, I've worked in schools that are near universities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, so somebody's parent is, like, you know, a physicist or something like that. So My then dad they made came. me do a seventh grade project on chromatography. That's
4: cheating! <laughs> it was, it like, was a really it was good like project. Having, it was like having
0: my mom who does, pharma- <laughs> like,
3: pharmacy do my, my science project. It was chromatography on M&Ms, and honestly, it was great. I didn't understand any of it.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the word chromatology means. It's a
2: science lesson. Here we go. Yeah. Chromatography is the act of, like, separating separate. out things by their differences in either size or charge or whatever. So it's a fancy
1: word for separating evidence of the colors?
0: Yes. Yeah, se- yeah.
3: Well,
1: what, like well you,
0: you the separate.
1: Colors. Yeah. yeah. Like, so don't like, you
0: put them in, like, a solution. And oh. So you put the... I watched my kids do it's it. It's on a
3: here. paper. Mm. And you put the M&M on paper and then you drip some water, at least we use water, yep. and the water drags what's in the M&M down the paper. I think I might have crushed up the M&M shell, to be honest. It was a long time ago. I am
0: not a real science human. Let's <laughs> clarify that. No, that. That tracks pretty more or less with what, um, I we had a science program run at one of my camps, and, like, it was, that was, like, what they were doing with the kiddos, so oh. that sounds pretty... It's a good, it's a good introduction. introduction. Yeah, Mm
3: -hmm. but I think not seventh grade.
0: (laughs) No, but, yeah. But, anyway, like, what we do find out is, like, the reason why JT was pouring this liquid on Hasselakos is because he was putting this liquid into his bullshit, terrible science project, which he tells Radish, the principal, that it is his... freaking like perfect woman experiment in which he's trying to create better implants that's his bullshit excuse for being a sexist asshole
2: breast implants to be specific
0: yes and they're like on the display and everything and he puts them against his chest and i longed for death
1: And the next line from Radish have been like, so you know you have a month's detention, right? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't need to tell you that anymore. Well,
0: that's the thing. Radish is a coward in this situation. Like, he's just like, oh, I gotta go look at another one. Bye. And it's like, and once again, like, it falls into this thing where, like, JT, it's always like a tee hee, JT's like funny, whatever. And, like, I understand a lot of this is also this kind of time capsule quality of this where it kind of speaks to what humor like what was considered acceptable humor during the time that this episode came out and I feel like this happens with many teen shows if you revisit a lot of shows from this era like this is tip and even beforehand like these are typical shenanigans that you would expect your boys to go through but it's still infuriating and like it's especially infuriating with Degrassi where it's like you know, one week you'll watch an episode and it's about how men are disgusting and, you know, people who aren't men should band together and collaborate and, you know, try and fight against that system. But then also have a character like JT get allowed to get away with this type of behavior.
1: It's like they had, they had the one episode, the men, they had the menstruation episode where Spike just... Body verbally body slams a dude for saying, I'd like to lick that to her daughter. Yeah, it's awful. It's It's
0: awful, but the uh, episode is very,
1: very, I mean, like, like
0: 12. Yeah, now it's disgusting.
1: But like, Spike's just like complete destruction. It's ah, it's beautiful. It's really good. (laughs) But like, so it's terrible for men to do that, but JT's just a little kid. It's okay if he does it. No, it's not. It's still awful.
0: Yeah, like, that's the problem. It's, like, for as much... Like, these boys have gotten in a lot of trouble in the past two seasons. Um, all of them, pretty much. Um, and they've gotten some of their comeuppance, but they've never actually gone into these societal issues that these boys are already displaying. Like, no one has really properly gotten eviscerated, other than Sean for getting called out for shoving Emma... Um, like, none of the other boys have really had their behavior toward women properly called
1: out. Where was Paige just to, like, accidentally set that... Science experiment on fire.
4: Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh no,
1: your your breast implant thing caught fire somehow. Oh no, it's now on the rest of your project. <laughs> well,
0: I've um, larded it. So. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: Oh no, whatever shall we do? Well, I know what we're doing, Hazel. We're, let's go get some lunch later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. God. Um. But yeah, so like we see that. Um. And. Emma is, like, blowing a gasket because she, apparently she only got, what, data from, like, four people? It was, like, Hazel, Spinner, JT, and maybe a fourth person, but I don't know. I think there was. I just don't remember. I Manny. Mean, Manny. It was, right, it was Manny. Manny. Um, and she is, like, losing her mind because um, Spinner, which we will talk about Spinner and why his <laughs> results are the way that they are, um, and... Um, Um, Spinner and JT's results are super screwy um, and she's like so upset about this whole entire situation um, because, but also like why were you only getting results for four people?
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Middle school.
0: (laughs) Right. (sighs) Truly. Um, I'm trying to remember if, well, another thing to keep in mind is like when Snake brings up, like, Snake brings up the project and it was like, you know, oh, like, you'll figure it out. Or oh, something yeah, we like, skipped over that interaction. We skipped, we over, that skipped interaction. over that interaction. Like, Emma is really worried about it, and, and Snake, I said Spinner, I think, I meant Snake. Yeah. So many S names <gasps> on this damn show. I did it before. Yeah, but I'm, I'm the veteran. <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, Snake's, like, trying to be really reassuring to her and all that type of stuff. Um, so, you know, she's just, like, really discouraged Um, she's talking to Manny, and Manny's eating a chocolate bar And she's adorable, like, she's just talking about how, like, she likes eating chocolate bars And how they taste, like, happy Um, which gives <laughs> Emma, like, a house breakthrough <laughs> just, like, runs What,
1: like, what happened
0: To the papyrus <laughs> Yes uh, <laughs>
1: Um, well, what happens is, uh, Spike and Snake are having, like, a movie night at home and super cute, and sure. Sna- Snake's like, "Let let's get some ice cream." So he goes into the kitchen where Emma's working on her project, and he um, he's like, you know, uh, Einstein said something about imagination.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like uh, imagination's
2: more important than blah blah blah.
1: <laughs> and then Emma is just like, "Well, thanks, Udi," <laughs> 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 and Snake's just like. Like, Snake just keeps letting out these long sighs whenever, like, Emma just dunks on it. She's like, well, okay, I guess I'll go back inside. And there's also, I, I just want to go back to this, because there's this nice little shot, there's this nice, they cut back to Spike lying on the couch, and when she hears Snake essentially being a dad to Emma, mm-hmm. and being a really good dad, like, to Emma, S- Spike is happy. And then she hears... Am a dunk on it, and Jesus, no longer happy. Mm. Uh,
2: since we're backtracking just a little bit, I just want to point out that Toby's experiment, which is not really an experiment, it's just more like surveillance. Too much. A fair and question. No, I'm like, you know what? Fair, valid, fair, valid, applicable to today. But the robot. Why was he dressed as a robot? Why? Why was
1: he dressed as a robot? I don't understand. On the day of the science fair, you saw a bunch of people just coming in with bonkers looking experiments. I'm pretty sure we saw the ventriloquist dummy's head again. (laughs) I think it was attached to, like...
3: To a camera with a little red light blinking? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, it was
1: bad. Because, like... You, got, you all weren't there for the cabaret episode where somebody just brought in a terrifying ventriloquist dummy. <laughs>
0: it was it was wild. I guess they just have it in the prep closet. They're like, how many times can we use it? Well, we can't use it anymore as a ventriloquist dummy. We already did that. Um, but yeah, no, they do that. Um, anyway, so Manny says that can't chocolate bars taste like happy. It gives Emma a brain blast. And
4: <laughs> I do,
0: I do want to draw attention to the fact that her... Her project was originally titled in papyrus font. Oh um,
4: so bad.
0: The virtues of a healthy breakfast and as soon as I read that title I could hear her writing voice in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah.
2: <come. laughs>
1: yeah. It's there. <laughs> kind of mate. All right, all right. What font am I going to use? Times New Roman? What is this a term paper? <laughs> <laughs> Wingdings are too fun. Papyrus. That looks sciencey. I
4: had a professor
3: who wrote all of his syllabi in papyrus. The entirety
0: of it? Yes. Not even the type. Ooh. I no, but I took multiple classes with this guy. All of them. He just They? I don't know the pronouns. Him. Him. He just loved that papyrus. Like I I don't know. Ooh. It's that is a lot. That's not an easy much. font to look at it's when really it's too not. small, <laughs> either.
2: Even when, especially when it's blown up, like it was, yeah. like, like, I was like, when it was on, like, the, just the... With all the notches. Yeah. Yeah, the screen. Yeah, yeah. The, like, I was like, is that... P-pi-? And then it would print it out, I was like, oh my god, that's right. papyrus. <laughs>
0: right? Was like, a very visceral thing. I also loved the change in name of it, which was the mind slash body connection, because only, like, Emma can fun-suck the idea of, like... <laughs> Eating things that make you happy make you happy.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. To be fair to her, I can't think of a different name that's catchier or funner than the mind slash body connection.
0: True. It's just very Emma. I feel like <laughs> it's just like both titles are very her.
3: But also it's so vague because ugh, I just get really... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There are so many ways this experiment, to, their experiment can be modified. There's just no control. Mm-hmm. There's no control. It's not
0: long enough. <laughs> Nah, no, there's a lot of gripes with it. It's, it's ambitious. It's too ambitious. It's like sugar crash. Like, you get a
2: sugar high. That's why you work out in the morning. Yeah, true.
1: Um, meanwhile, so while Emma's doing that, the judges are being bored by the hour-to-hour updates on Liberty's plans. <laughs> oh, Liberty. <laughs> like, Liberty, honey. No. <laughs>
2: now, as you see on hour 147, even the cactus has started to dry up.
0: <laughs> Please listen to Electra Science Fair Project. But, oh my God. But yeah, no, this is like super tedious, but very her. It's like, I, I've said this before, like, I know this student so viscerally. Like, yeah. I know Liberty. Um, and it's just oh, boy, and and Snake's just like, oh, look at the time! Bye! Like,
2: She's so crushed.
0: I know. So, like, the judging situation is interesting in the sense that, like, it's Snake, whom we know is a media immersion, which I could kind of see the bullshit reason, which is probably, like, there's this aesthetic aspect of it. So they probably rationalized in the writer's room, like, well, Snake probably is looking at it from like a visual perspective. Like, is this engaging? Is this done well? Does mm-hmm. it integrate technology well? Et cetera, et cetera. So like fine. And then there's like this no name woman
4: <clears> also.
0: <throat> yeah, but like, what the hell was he talk he
3: was talking about the USB bus to seventh graders?
4: <laughs> <That's->
3: what?
2: <laughs> Later in the episode. Oh,
0: sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no. version, baby. It just,
2: that that's more like IT, like yeah. like advent. That's like I like guess basics of like actual IT like uh, stuff.
0: That's hardware. Yeah. Like that's just straight up. <laughs> I don't know. Like I I don't know. Like I remember taking a class like that when I was in junior high, high school, and I feel like it was kind of a mixed bag like that, where it was like. Part let's learn how to type part like let's play oh my god, what was it even that thing where Typer Shark with the turtle when you told the turtle to go places. Oh god, I have I no want idea. that. That sounds so therapeutic. Oh, well like that's how like I learned like really, really, really basic like programming stuff.
4: What? Like you
0: learn like in the way that they teach you is like you have the turtle and like you give directions to the turtle and you could have the turtle like draw and you can have the turtle move around and you can have the doing turtle a little algorithms with yeah. the turtle. Yeah. I love yeah. it. My yeah. heart. I didn't huh? continue it so I remember like very little of it, but when I when I was like a kid like that was a class that every kid had to take. It was like you learning really basic stuff. So like that's kind of how I visualize his class, like this weird mixed bag, a little bit mm-hmm. of column A, a little bit of column B. Um so like I'm not going to be like super critical of what he goes over because I feel like in my experience like that class always operates in a weird way where it's like oh let's learn like photoshop let's learn like programming let's learn I don't anything
4: mm-hmm.
3: well I feel like the, those kind of classes are a really great place for uh people to learn how to code but in like kind of secret ways like yes. neopets kind of way there was a exactly t- I think it was a while like there was this tweet
2: yeah. Um, yes.
3: Ada Powers, I think, or Ada, I don't remember their last last name. I think their first name is Ada. But mm-hmm. it was a really great tweet about how a bunch of people nowadays who are software developers started out as people just being like, "Wow, I want my Neopets page, page to look hella good."
2: Yeah. And, and MySpace. Yeah, yeah. And
3: MySpace too. Yeah.
1: I'm, I feel like it's the same thing for writing. Like I feel like a lot of people nowadays got started in writing because they're just like. I want to see, like, a fanfiction where Sora makes out with Cloud.
0: Yeah. Love it. Like, you, even, even today, if you read through, like, a couple essays, like, even essays, like, technical writing, you, and, like, from, like, high schoolers, you can probably pick out who were the fanfic writers, not because of, like, the topics they write or anything like that, but they typically have a better grasp of language and the way that writing works than most audiences because they're the ones that read the most and they're the ones a lot of the time who write or maybe they edit or maybe they do like they do something that they are consuming the written word outside of the classroom and because of that like they usually end up shining a lot more and end up doing a lot better in English and social (laughs) studies classes honestly
4: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, yeah I wonder if there's a one-to-one ratio of every, like, musician, programmer, like, artist who is just like, this thing doesn't exist that I want to exist. Well, better make it for myself, then.
0: Well, I think that's exactly it. There's always a desire to create. Like, that's, like, the inherent thing, right? It's trying to make a space for yourself. But I think that there's definitely something to be said about classes like this or... Neopets, et cetera, et cetera, which are these very subtle ways to make kids create in that space.
3: I mean, but also, they're both highly creative endeavors. They are. They're fields which you need creativity
0: for. Yep. Yeah, different aspects of creativity, but creativity nonetheless. <laughs> but, um, anyway, so they're taking a look at the stuff, and, um, Snake, so specifically Snake and this other judge are looking... At Emma's thing um and we find out you know we get to the results of the whole entire thing like i mean Emma explains her approach which is basically like she decided to look at the results as not so much like who was eating healthy and who was eating unhealthy so much as who was emotionally like more content based on what they were eating and how that impacted their overall like quality of life basically Mm -hmm. which like there's something low-key pretty progressive about that in a sense like you know this kind of reiterating that like people should do what makes them happy as opposed to like having this awful relationship with like dieting and things like that i don't actually think that's what the degrassi writers are trying to do i don't think so either (laughs) i never think sorry my faith in the degrassi writers is very low um,
1: Wait, really? After this episode?
0: Right? <laughs> I know um, But Like So she tries to like explain it and she's really Exuberant and like I mean Her visuals aren't bad honestly Like they're pretty solid They have headshots from everyone, <laughs> everyone. Uh,
1: <laughs>
4: They're not bad either they headshots
1: I, I like how the results didn't change it. Like she didn't change anything about the results no. Or anything it's just I'll change the title and I'll win
0: Yeah <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, she she tries to make it work. And and you know, there is something inherently like nice about that, like, you know. This is even though this was a really horribly done science experiment, like, you know. Sometimes you find out things along the way that are not necessarily what your initial intentions were. That happens all the time in any field that you're researching in it. But the real bullshit that happens is they're going to announce the winner liberty is ready
1: okay sorry yeah like there's also that handicapped students like project
0: well she was yeah she was grade seven Seven. so the grade below okay and
1: she was the winner of that grade yeah Uh, yeah i was just like oh they mixed up whose science experiments they mixed up the projects that's emma's project that girl should have the mind body connection thing because that would make more sense
0: as in from like a disability rep perspective?
1: No, from a like character perspective. Why isn't Emma doing something about animals?
0: Oh, oh. now I follow. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I was like, are you trying to turn this into like a really like forced media rep like thing going uh-huh. on? No, it's just that it's about animals. And okay. that's right, because she's talking about how like, imp- like wolf populations and stuff like that, which mm. does feel very Emma core.
2: I think the only thing she actually said was, "And I hope that we will see in the future that wolves will be our friends."
0: <laughs> which, like, moon? That's about what I yeah. expect. That's about what I expect a seventh grader putting out, honestly. <laughs>
1: Hell's yeah, I want a wolf to be my friend. <laughs>
0: that's all I'm hearing. I, I mean, want a wolf pup. Like that's what I'm putting out. I don't want like a wolf I do not want a wolf pup. I will happily take an animal that is not a wolf. Not like... Like a dog. A
2: realistic wolf. Like
0: Like a husky. Yeah. One of those hybrids. No. No? Are they bad? Oh, we are not talking about the politics...
1: Of of Balto. (laughs) Yes. We are not talking about the politics
0: of hybrid wolves. That is not discourse i want to open up on this podcast yes, um
1: i just want to talk about balto, <laughs> <I love> balto.
0: <laughs> In between seasons we watch balto by making some bullshit reasoning as to how it connects back to degrassi well
1: just wait for the tenable excuse for the when we watch the one episode of battles Galactica.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll get there oh, um we have there is tangible reasoning oh, uh, we will get to that another day but um, anyway, so so the Liberty's ready. Liberty's ready. <laughs> this seventh grader did a thing about wolves, um, and it ends up being revealed that Emma wins. Um, and Liberty, yeah, right? Like oh, I guess. But Liberty is pissed. And I don't blame her. I don't yeah. blame her. Like hers structurally, Made the most sense. Now, I don't know what rubric they were going off of. I don't know how much, like, flashiness in, like, graphics and things like that were really factoring into it, but if we're looking at this as a science experiment, hers made the most sense.
3: Hers was definitely more scientifically rigorous. Like, yes. Like, hands mm-hmm. down. Yeah. The fact that she had over 100 hours of watching these plants slowly atrophy, like... <laughs> Pretty impressive Yeah And yeah. also like You take the time to explain He got through 58 hours He was listening to her For
0: 58 hours <laughs> That's true
1: She she had over Six days <laughs> Of research
0: Which like Not bad for a kid
3: Really Yeah mm-hmm. It's really impressive
1: I, I also just want to bring Y'all's attention to This
3: <gasps>
2: Oh no What is it? It's um,
1: Just
0: corgi crosses
1: how corgis, when they're crossed with other dogs, just look like the corgi in disguise as that dog.
4: It's very <laughs> true.
0: <laughs> I saw one on the street today. I don't I don't mm. really know. It looked like a bloodhound corgi. It was very oh, interesting. I the head was huge, and, like, the color pattern was much like like a bloodhound would be. It was very comical-looking. It's very good. <laughs> it was. Um, anyway, that, unfortunately, was not Emma's project. Um, and so, Liberty's really, really angry, um... And, but still, like, you know, Emma wins. Okay, cool. Fast forward to being in class afterwards, which, by the way, the fact that Snake is able to just whistle at the kids and they shut up. I know. Like, what what planet are we on? What's a good whistle, though? Let's What's a very yeah. good whistle? But nobody, nobody has that kind of classroom management. Um, and, you know, Emma and Manny are just being, oh, like, you, you know, ever? Emma and Manny are just being little shits and, like, you know, emailing each other. <laughs> Manny RIP. Man, rip, Manny. Rest in fucking pieces. Because she emails to the whole damn class about how Snake is dating Spike. It's... I
2: mean it's better than like they're passing notes in class and then he had to read it out loud or something you know like but still
0: oh it's bad it's like accidentally like posting it's like when when a kid tries to dm you on google classroom and instead they post it to the whole class which i have seen happen many times
4: oh god i won't
0: say any names (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, and that's what happened, like, I saw that, and I was like, oh my god. Because in my head, I could see, like, with technology and, like, online classroom services at this point in time, how easy that would be like, to do. to kids
3: ask, like, personal questions about their grades via DM? Oh, yeah!
4: Um, what are you what talking about? it What is world? this
0: fangled teaching business? Yeah, no, Google Classroom, it's a great resource, but... That can happen Oh, That's hella traumatizing
1: And to be fair to Snake He plays it off about as cool as you can Right yeah Emma's uh-huh. like don't look at your email And she's like well No I'm definitely gonna go look at my email And he just kind of glances at. he's like Manny I'll see you after class well,
0: <laughs> Also funny is, like, Liberty finds out and she steeples her fingers like oh a damn comic book villain. It was
2: very villainous. And the nails were on point. She is channeling Electra this whole episode. I love
0: this idea. It makes me so happy. Um, but, yeah, no, she's just straight up like, mm, okay, I figured it out. Like, this is it. This was rigged.
2: Okay, the next scene, though, is my favorite scene because it brings so many implications
0: (laughs) right um so the first thing i will say is i do appreciate that manny's punishment is that she has to write an essay about internet privacy (laughs) i don't hate that as a punishment i i you know like at least there's a skill being developed of writing an essay and everything
3: (laughs) And it's like is important school. Yeah, and
0: like you know what at the end of the day she did screw up. Like we can't deny that. And and you know, it's it's uh, there is a punishment involved and I, you know, I agree with it to a certain extent. Um and but like what killed me was Liberty talking to Emma and the way that she like intimidates her is by like like antagonistically flossing <laughs> while talking to her.
1: <laughs> my gums are bleeding. I think you got my point.
0: Right? <laughs> like, that's all I could think about. Like, my, my gums are fairly sensitive. Like, I would be like, oh, oh, ha, ha Emma, I know what's, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> but also like,
3: you can tell she flosses a lot.
0: She does. She <laughs> does.
2: And not just a lot. Every single day. She brought, She like, when she's leaving that scene, yeah, she like zips up her little <laughs> case that she has with her t- with her toothpaste and her toothbrush and her floss and it's just like you know liberty every goddamn day <laughs>
1: Goes to the bathroom and flosses her teeth.
3: This is who I the dentist it. wants us to be and we will never be. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. My-
1: well, I hope she's not brushing her teeth more than twice. Because you're not supposed to brush them more than twice.
3: Oh, now I feel better
1: for myself. <laughs> well, I mean, like, because three times a day we'll start <laughs> ripping the yeah, it's enamel off. So. Too much. Um, but yeah, I love... That like it's such a stark contrast with the like Emma and Manny who are like touching up their makeup in the mirror, yeah. And literally just like, "What's up, Floss?" <laughs>
4: yeah, it
0: was really good. It was just like, I don't know. It's like, and the thing is, is like, I, like she's like harkening back to like one, like a really like over the top villain, but like also she's right. So like, yeah, it, yeah. it works for me because I'm sitting there going like, "Yeah," I'm like, "You screwed up, like." Or like, well, how much of that is really on Emma? Her like, project
4: sucked. Her project
0: did <laughs> suck, but, like, you can't, I don't think.
3: I mean, that, like there's that a that bigger picture.
0: There is a bigger picture involved, but Liberty being angry that Emma won is valid. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally valid.
1: It would Though, how much more amazing would it have been if, like, she didn't come at her, like, via the favoritism? She's like, I don't care about that. Look at your terrible rigor. That <laughs> would oh. be
0: good. <laughs> And, like, I wish, I wish that was it, because, like, that's, I feel like there was an argument to be made based on that, like, ooh-wee, but, um, yeah, so, like, she does this great intimidation technique, it's so comical, but, like, I loved that scene, I was, I was alive, I was- I
3: know, there's a little bit, something, like, a little bit off by so- watching someone floss.
0: Oh, yeah, it's like, already, like, be a there? very visceral, like, ooh, experience, but, like, it's so funny in this con- in this context.
1: That, like, they didn't know how to write decent men in this episode. <laughs> they knew how to write Liberty.
0: It's true. They put all their effort into writing Liberty. Um, and that's it. Worth it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, after this, Emma... So, like, classes are transitioning, and Emma decides that this is the time to call out
4: Snake. <laughs> <Steve>. um,
0: <laughs> and, and it's just, like, this, like, moment where... And I feel like this goes back to like, our assessment of Emma is like, she she consistently doesn't, like her ideas are pretty good, but she never knows her audience and never knows mm-hmm. the right timing. And it just is, this is another example of it where like kids are coming in and she is saying like, things that you do not want your students to hear. Um, and Snake's like, yeah, okay. Um, uh, mm, uh. <laughs> he is shitting the bed. Um, and it was just, like, ugh. And then he also conveniently has the judging sheets, which, like, fine. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna call it out. Also, it's, like, very recent, so I could see someone, like, tossing them on the desk and not filing them yet. So, like, he goes to the judging sheets and and reiterates to Emma that she won fair and square, which I call bullshit. But (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't care how nice-looking her shit was at the end of the day. It was not... It's a science fair. It's not... Honestly, Liberty had some damn nice photos. Let's
2: she did nice. she had like a disposable camera. She yeah. she she took all those pictures to be developed. Yeah. It's effort. She
3: yeah.
0: Probably a to set a timer, wake up. Yeah, no, she definitely put a lot of work into that. But like, yeah, no, like Snake tries to argue with her that not only did he grade her high, but the other judge liked her project and blah 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 blah. Fine. I yes, You know, it's
3: times like these that I feel Emma is, like, highly re- relatable
0: Oh, she is
2: Yeah, and she also calls Snake, like, you know, like, guys like you always do, like, you know, like, that's what you, that's what guys like you would say Yeah Like, yeah It's, it's just a really pointed insult that, like, like, really, like, gets into, like, what she's thinking
3: Yeah and This is the only time in the episode she calls him Archie No, that's later no,
0: she does it this conversation, too. Does she?
3: Ooh. Yeah. Wow. I, didn't like. up. I didn't Yeah, I mean,
0: it up. yeah, there's, there's a oh. lot of... And we haven't really talked about this very much. There probably is an essay somewhere on the internet that analyzes the way that she uses different names for him throughout this episode, depending yeah. on the mood or, like, what she's trying to get her point across. But once again, I think that reiterates, to like... It's weird, because, like, I feel like Emma... I mean, I've noticed one thing in particular that, like, when I talk to people... I've noticed a lot of people like Emma. Um, A lot of people like Emma. Like, one of the low-key, kind of slow-burn favorites I've noticed is her. And I think the reason why is because there is a part of her that's very, very relatable. I feel like if you were a kid who ever gave a shit about anything in middle school and high school, like, there's a shred of Emma that you can probably connect to. Probably more than a shred, honestly. Um, But it's very, I don't know, it's very real. And then, like, the scene that she has with Snake at the end of the episode also really, like, touches upon this. So, like, the last scene that we see with the two of them, um, they're, like, on the couch, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they're coming yeah. back from the wedding. Like, Spike and Snake are coming oh. back from the wedding, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, with the centerpiece? Yeah. H- hey, have you ever been to a wedding? That's that's something.
1: You... But she... Spike won the centerpiece.
0: Yeah. And have she, y'all never been a to, thing. like... Uh, I feel like this is a very Italian wedding thing. Like, I looked at that, and I was like, that's normal. <laughs> what? Okay, this needs to be explained, because I still oh, don't get it. So, like, in, you know, like, centerpieces at many traditional, traditional weddings, and I'm saying this because I don't really think that this was a huge thing at the weddings that, Kirsten, you and I have been to, but, like... Mm really traditional weddings have really opulent centerpieces with like a beautiful vase and flowers and like maybe some like more permanent structures and stuff like that. Yeah. And like what you would do is like you would put a ticket in like usually like a container. Yeah they would like raffle off the centerpiece because usually it's like pretty nice stuff. Like it's a flower but it's also flowers but also like a really nice vase etc etc.
3: Chocolate?
0: Maybe. Depends. Yeah so like you know we it's really missed out. <laughs> no, you just have him into like a like an old fashioned wedding. Um, but yeah, so like she wants to set her piece and like, you know, Snake is ready to like bounce. He's like, you know what? Like I think like Spike invites him to stay longer, right? And then he's just kinda like uh... Mm. And no, I know it was it, it's Emma. It is? Oh. Right.
2: Emma Emma's Emma like, Oh no, Spike, like I, I and then I think she starts apologizing.
4: Yeah, Yeah, like,
0: they both sit on the couch, and this is a really, I feel like the shot in this was really good, because you have Emma, she's in her PJs, she's, like, you know, ready for bed, for all intents and purposes, and then you have Snake, who's in this full tux, and it's, like, this really good little contrast Mm -hmm. moment, you have him, like, kind of awkwardly sitting there in his full tuxedo, and you have her, like, you know, just in her, like, green pajamas, um, it's a good little shot I really liked.
2: Mm-hmm. He also has a good tuxedo etiquette.
3: Yeah, he really does. He takes mm-hmm. the time to unbutton. He does. Mm-hmm. It's
0: true. Um...
1: I only just learned that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I mean, how many times have you worn a tux? Not that often. I think it's all suits though, right?
2: Any
1: so? jacket, it's all, yeah, value, suit with a jacket. Yeah, all suit jackets. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then they have a nice... R- they have a nice conversation where Snake's like, "Look, we can do this a few ways. One, you can, we can, you know, keep it professional, or I can, you can transfer out of my class, or I can stop seeing your mom." And I was like, "I don't want either of those." And then he's like, "Well, then we'll just keep working on it." <laughs>
0: I yeah, there's there's an unknown to it. And and there was an unknown of sorts when this was initially presented, but mostly it was just Emma being like I don't know how to feel about this. Now Emma has a little I think a better read on how she feels about it, but even then that doesn't mean you know what to do in the grand scheme of things. And I really liked how nothing was really certain
4: mm-hmm. in this.
0: Like It didn't feel unfulfilled. It just felt like a realistic way that this type of situation would happen, which is like, you know, yeah, okay, you've got the options on the table, and you can articulate what those options are, the transferring out, the I don't have to see your mom, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, just because you two can articulate these are are our potential options as of right now doesn't mean that, like. Any of them fit. Exactly. Like, it doesn't mean that that's going to be what you're going to do.
2: Which is also just a very big step in itself. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen a few of these kind of relationships, like, in real life, not like mm-hmm. other media, like, play mm-hmm. out. And they don't always get to that step.
0: Not at all. Not mm-hmm. at all. And, and you know, it does, I you know, Snake, for all of his faults, I think, is overall, like, trying to be an okay human being during this. And trying to actually care about her, where I know my friends who have been in situations like this, like, a lot of the time, like, the other partner is just kind of like, uh, like, uh, I don't want to have any real contact with this person.
3: Like, act- like teacher relationship? No, just, just like,
0: step- uh, like you know, like a step or like a, a parent's new relationship type deal, where it's like they're very divorced, especially when the kid is older. Like, around this age I feel like it gets very complicated mm. like it doesn't you know it is complicated because you are with a middle schooler and that's you know a relationship with a middle schooler no matter how long you've known that middle schooler, is always going to be tense <laughs> in its own unique way but like um I know a lot of the time when my friends were on the older end when the other partner was like brought into it It's just there's not really very much of an effort to get to know them because the assumption is kind of like, well, you're old, like, you don't need me. What's the point?
3: Oh, that's bullshit.
0: (laughs) I mean, yes, but you can kind of see how that type of stuff happens. Yeah, I
1: can. It does end with them kind of bonding.
0: Yes, it's really cute. Where they
1: start calling each other different names. Like, Emma calls him, like, Archie, and then he's, like, Emers, and then she's, like... Snake and he's like,
0: I think a snakester.
1: Yeah, and he's like, Emster, and like, it's an, actually a nice freeze frame for once because the freeze frame is on Emma laughing.
0: Yeah, oh, it's it's really sweet. It's not really that ominous one, and I, I think that there's while there's aspects of this plot that I hate, which is mostly just JT, and I think mm-hmm. that the science was a load of shit. I do think that the relationship development between snake and emma is actually really well thought out it's it's very well done the idea of the fact that like the beginning of the episode the issue with names and what emma is gonna call snake and then we get to the end where they're on a way more playful terms within the context of that conversation is really sweet
3: he has so much patience
0: mm-hmm. i mean he's a middle school teacher he needs it
3: yeah that's true that's very true
0: <laughs> like he still does a good job
2: yeah
1: um Okay, here we go.
2: Blah, <laughs> blah, <laughs> blah, blah.
0: Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. No, don't worry. Frank has an air no, horn. No, this doesn't deserve the air
1: horn. It really
0: doesn't. <laughs> it. it really does so, The is air wh- horn's for good things. <laughs> it's true. It's this for is- Paige. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is, although it could also be for Ellie, my love, because the B plot opens up with Ellie rejecting Jimmy.
1: So nice it's so, so choice.
0: Queen Ellie Who has only Her reign has only been for two episodes And she has stolen my heart All over again I love this kid so much She's great eyeshadow too mm-hmm. Oh she's so good
1: Very good looks and Yeah. She rejected Jimmy For the best reason She says I can't go out with you Cause Ashley's my new friend And that would be bad
0: <laughs> Right Like she's like oh. She's like finally calling out jimmy on his shit it's like hey guess what your behavior not great uh,
1: and then she walks away and she's just wearing a lace P- les paul guitar on her I back yeah,
0: it is, i love her
1: uh, i went to a good high school like we were considered like the bad kids like what high school i went to but we were pretty okay for the most part like mind your p's and q's you didn't get bothered. If you just walk down, like, the hallway with a Gibson Les Paul, a $2,000 guitar, you're getting jumped.
3: And it's also down. It's, like, hanging downwards. You
0: feel like it's going to hit the floor. She's not that tall. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, no, she's so great. Oh, my God. She's just like, I don't give a fuck. Bye. Which is, like... For context for uh, Kira and Kirsten, this is very similar to the behavior that she gave us last episode where she looked Paige dead in the eye and was like, I'm not fucking moving my seat just because you want to sit next to Hazel.
2: Nice.
0: She's so good. <laughs> I, I love Ellie. I'm so glad that she's finally here because she's just a breath of fresh air, really. Um, and
1: she's also what passes for goth.
0: Yes, I love she's her. Must
1: be goth. Yes.
0: Yeah, she's like a. She's very like hot topic. I. Yeah,
4: yes. hot
0: topic. Mm. I mean, it's fine. She's all our alternative girl, and we love her. in In this house, we love Ellie Nash. The, yeah.
1: This is the days before you could order stuff online, so it was only what, probably what you got the local hot topic.
0: Yeah, like give her a break, but um.
1: Hot. Topic is the way that we rockin'. (laughs) Fuck, we might have to go out on that.
0: (laughs) That might be it. Um, But, so, she, like, is, like, bye. Spinner is eating a banana.
4: um, (laughs) And while eating a
0: banana, he looks at Jimmy and reveals that he has a boner, to which Jimmy responds with a direct quote, bananas don't give you boners, hormones do.
2: I'd like to say, he did not say, I have a boner, direct first. He says... My bat is wood. I am in the red.
0: (laughs) He might as well have said boner, seeing as though he was eating Eating a a banana. banana.
2: He also, no, I think he said boner at the end of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, like we get to boner. They say the word boner a couple times in this episode. I didn't count. Mm -hmm. I was too busy dying. Um, So so Jimmy's response is a cinematic parallel to Emma and Manny in the menstruation episode, which is giving him a binder. (laughs) And just like, well, just... (laughs) Cover it up.
4: <laughs> what did he
2: say? He was just like, oh, boner hiding binder. Yeah. <laughs> good yeah. idea. Also, I just want to say, he steps up, and you can see the buckles on the side of his pants. He's wearing tearaway pants.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's that time. Hey, I'm going to do, I-, I wore tearaway pants during this time period. I'm not going to. Oh, yeah. I had them. Yeah. Need control. Very
4: good. Go. Yeah.
1: I, I was Somewhat part of the indie scene So I was wearing like You know Those tight Like jeans
0: Oh, Nice I wasn't there yet it Took me a little bit
1: And like I looked back at those shirts like, Cause that was when I was like At my skinniest Like 180 pounds Um And like I used, Like I looked at those shirts Back then I was like Oh I really love this shirt No way I'm fitting in it now But I really love this shirt Back then
2: <laughs> I also just want to make sure This quote makes it in Okay Healthy food turned me into a sex superman.
4: Uh,
0: but yeah, so like the big issue here is that Spinner's participating in Emma's experiment. And Spinner's <laughs> theory, because the science is science experiment is this bad.
1: I also really would have loved to know, how did Emma convince Spinner to do this?
0: I have so many questions. There are a lot of questions I'm never going to get answered. Well, probably because of the food, because JT said he participated in it oh, because he food. got food right so spinner whom i would assume would do anything for like a chicken wing happily participated in something he would get free food so spinner's big theory throughout this episode is that he's eating healthy food hence he keeps getting boners so if he eats junk food again then he'll stop having boners because his body will be back in stasis of eating shit Mm Mm-hmm. that's just the way it is um, before we transition, there was a scene... We forgot to... Me- we talked briefly about JT and Toby, like, talking to Emma. We didn't mention Emma pinning JT to a locker. Oh, yeah. Which was...
2: That's... Yeah.
0: Very good, but I hate JT so much, like, and I thought he was disgusting, like, it didn't even satisfy me. Um, there was a guy walking in the hall with a kick-me sign. Mm-hmm. I know. I yes. That. Just, just, okay. I, uh, <sighs> do people... Do kids still do that? Yeah. Wow. Timeless. Truly. hmm But, um... Um, so, we see, oh my god, all I have is Ellie does not hesitate to call out a boner. Um, because, like, now we have this issue throughout it that Spinner is just perpetually in the bone, like, boner level.
4: <laughs> just, in the bone zone. In the, I don't want to say, I don't want to
0: say bone zone, because that implies that, like.
4: Yeah. It's a good
0: place. Yeah, like, he he's, like.
2: Boning down.
0: Yeah, and that's not, <laughs> that's not what's happening here. He's just mm, dying. It, so he's like struggling. Yeah. He's just struggling and Ellie's like straight up like dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like yo. It,
2: so yeah. She, sorry. Emma pins JT to the wall and he gets away. And then sees Spinner.
4: Mhm.
2: And Spinner is Ellie behind uh, Yeah, Emma?
4: Like
0: she's like yeah. She's like vaguely there. Yeah, she is. She's just like in the hall.
2: Yeah, so he gets a boner and just immediately has to just run away from Emma. And she just is, like, calling after him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because, like, gives up. our A plot and our B plot vaguely, like, touch in, in the sense that, like, Spinner is participating in this experiment. So once or twice we see Emma and Spinner interact with each other. Um, and <laughs> which also reminds me of um, Emma's trying to explain the margin of error in her experiment. And one of her reasonings is Spinner is Spinner. <laughs> and that explains why the data is broken.
1: And here we come to the Spinner effect.
0: Right. Like, and over here, you will see. Um, and so, you know, we have this issue, and Spinner is just trying to, like, figure out, like, he's struggling because, like, you know, he's trying to eat crap. It's not really doing anything. He's eating, like, it's not really helping. He's eating healthy food. It's not really helping. He's still getting boners. He at one point is ripping off, he's like eating junk food and he's trying to rip off pictures of girls on his locker. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's really important because Jimmy is talking to him during it. And Jimmy picks up one of the pictures, kisses his fingers, and taps one of the pictures of the girls. And and then keeps it. (laughs) He walks
2: into
0: Quan's classroom,
3: outright holding it. And Gord yeah. takes the food but
0: doesn't take the
1: picture. Yeah, yeah, because yeah,
0: Spinner's like eating junk food from his locker and he's
1: like, Is it like he's, a hot pocket?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like trying to argue apparently he's like a Danish or something. He's trying to argue, like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'll eat shit, it's fine. Um, and then like Jimmy's just like forlornly holding these crinkled up women mm. in swimsuits. Yeah. It it's it's wild.
1: Um Like they're baby birds. Is that <laughs> <funny>? <laughs> It's so true though He's like I'll keep these I'll keep these bikini pictures Until they've healed up (laughs) And then they can fly away home
0: Um It's just so wild
1: (laughs) Um and then Sorry now I'm just imagining Jimmy in the Anna Paquin movie Fly away home No He's flying the goose (laughs) And glider but it's just a picture of like A woman from Sports Illustrated (laughs) Just a bunch of little. I mean, she's probably
3: a Victoria's Secret angel. <laughs> oh it's
4: my god. god!
1: It's just a bunch of catalogs flapping behind her. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh my <I> god! <laughs> I. I <laughs> Pat
3: Quinn didn't deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> true,
0: but but
4: the true this angel. image of
0: Jimmy doing this is killing me. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. But, yeah, so, like, (laughs) it's, like, and then, like, the next time Jimmy and Spinner talk about this, like, they're in the cafeteria, and Spinner changes his tune because he claims that women are into him. Okay, but, like, on what fucking (laughs) planet is he living? I will say this. I will defend Spinner in this sense. The, The Spinner has... And I hate talking about children like this, but bear with me. Season 1 to season 2, he's grown into himself a lot more. Like, Mm -hmm. if we're looking at, like, Spinner season 1, he's, you know, he, you know, puberty has not quite hit yet. Puberty is hitting right now. He looks different. And has really, like, grown into himself in many ways. So, like, okay, fine. I could understand why some students may be a little more interested in him now than they would have been, like, last year. I I just want to say,
2: when he he says that, and, like, he, like, kind of, like, makes a face at a girl, like, as she's walking by... She makes this like real like oh, yeah like yeah super... like she's
0: reciprocating and
2: she like she she's like shaking her hips and yeah like, so it's, it's like it's a lot
0: it's really pronounced it's like she yeah. she is into him very like... much so yeah
2: and then Jimmy's just like what are you talking about that's not true yeah like, was like what the fuck it's, it's it feels very weird.
0: It's just like it's just like the embodiment of their like really like shitty kind kind of mm-hmm. shitty like the embody they're like the embodiment of your junior high high school friendship.
2: Like they would never be friends anywhere else.
0: Oh yep. no, no! But they're just like two dudes in the zombie apocalypse that is like high school, and and that's just how it is. Like they are not really friends, but like who else are they going to hang out with? Craig. Craig's a newcomer. Like <laughs> that's it. Can't trust Craig. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, they're just together, always, perpetually. Um,
2: hold like on, hold right. on, hold on. We gotta get to the best character so far. Yes. Sheila the lunch lady.
0: Sheila the lunch lady. Um, yeah, so, like, so, so, you know, Spinner's trying to talk about how he's gonna own this whole, like, thing. He c- says, like, oh my god, he says something like how women are, like, slaves to him or something like that, and maybe really will <laughs> die. Uh... Did you the write
2: it fem- down? Yeah, I think everyone just got to realize race. that the female race is just slaves for Spinner.
0: The worst sentence I ever had to hear.
1: Oh, uh, I think on this podcast, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm always sure some man had said something worse somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably true.
4: Yeah, yeah but,
0: um, so Jimmy is, like, getting sick of this talk, which... To be fair, <laughs> if my friend was spending the whole fucking week talking about his dick, I would lose it. Honestly, I would not have the patience.
2: Part two of the, just um of the pants watch. He's wearing sweatpants today. Yes,
0: which is death. <laughs>
2: <You> <laughs> which is really- just just you're having problems. With boners,
0: and you're wearing gray sweatpants, like bold. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's
2: like that's like these kids, like on the men, like whatever menstruation episode, like yeah. like obviously, like oh no, we're wearing wet like white shorts, and, and I'm having my period now. Yeah, and then the next day you also wear white shorts, right? <laughs> like, right. Just
0: it's like kid, I know this is your first period, but come on.
1: <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, dude. Just like some simple jeans, get some Jankos, man. Just call it a day.
0: Yeah, just accept it. You were meant for the Janko lifestyle, Spinner. <laughs> Honestly, he fits it, right? It, it's it, it,
1: It's like you're wearing bells on your pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like, okay, so so the next time we see Spinner and Jimmy, they're in Quan's class and they're doing improv of some sort. Okay, isn't she an English teacher? She is, wait, but she wait, does teach wait. Shakespeare. And stuff like that. So, like, I'm not going to be against theater arts. Yes, Kira.
2: We missed the Sheila interaction.
0: Oh no, the yeah, Sheila no. interaction happens after this. There's <sighs> two, Unless there's, there's another two. one. There's, there's two. There's two. There's one.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just it's a very brief introduction of the character. Yes. It's almost, well, this is actually
0: a revisiting. <laughs> okay, yeah, I've, I've never. She, met she has her rapport before. with Spinner because Spinner had a punishment in which, after he put earwigs oh. in the lunch food,
4: Ew. he
0: he had to work for the cafeteria okay. as his punishment. So, he and that Sheila That makes some
2: more sense.
0: They they go back.
2: Yeah. It's it's interesting though for this episode that we didn't have any contacts on. I guess you you already have this contact. Yeah. too. But um
1: I'm I'm just confused why Sheila gave him a bunch of free food cuz Sheila's kind of a hard ass and it's awesome. Sheila puts up none of his shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, I could see after an enti- like basically an entire school year with the kid, like yeah. it's like, "Ah, well,
1: Oh yeah, like once he, I'm. Sh- My head canon is that once Spinner finally graduates, like Sheila's gonna be there. She's like, "You done good, kid."
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, cause like she gives him a bunch of free food when he's going off about how women are slaves to him, right? Well, she's
2: yeah. Ar- yeah.
1: she's already given him the free food, yeah. which is mostly just apples and bananas and whatnot.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. a couple of apples and orange, an orange or something. But, like, and they cut
1: to Sheila, and she's kind of like.
2: But wait, he, this is this is so yeah. this is so this yeah. is the new this is the newcomer introduction is that like oh sheila gave me some free stuff and it you the 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 shot is on this other like middle schooler and she turns around and like thinks she's about to make eye contact with the camera and she moves away and then it's the lunch lady (laughs) and she's just like hi and then
3: spinner does this like old italian man like kiss and wink and you're just like What?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I can only imagine the wacky hijinks that those two got into with Spinner's Punishment, like
1: Give me that web series.
0: Right? I (laughs) I would watch that that alone is a premise, like a kid is punished to work in the cafeteria after his stunt in which he tried to accuse it of a bug inspect station like what happens that will shock you and it's just like all the shenanigans they get into like he learns like the value of hard work and like how to respect people regardless of their occupation and everything
1: and like she learns that you know maybe the bad kid isn't so bad and then, like, there's a shitty grandson that Spinner puts into his place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I think this is a premise that has actual weight to it.
1: You, you should be nice to Sheila. She's a treasure.
0: Right? Like, yeah, no, it would be really good.
2: She makes the best macaroni. Yeah.
0: No, like, it would be great. Craft, honestly.
1: I guess in Canada. Craft dinner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so. Oh, yeah, they
1: have those fancy macaronis, don't they, over there? Which
0: just. great. Craft mac oh, and cheese. Fancy macaroni. Well, I heard they have
1: like ones that like with Parmesan and whatnot. Oh. Like baked I, mac and cheese? Yeah.
0: I mean, you, you can make baked mac and cheese in America. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to blow your mind too much,
1: Hank, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I've always been a Velveeta man myself. <laughs> oh, fair?
0: fair enough. Because um,
1: it's simple, I don't have to care.
2: That's fair. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And it tastes good for you, and that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sure. But um, back to Quan's class.
2: Wait, we we did. We, you missed the scene where, where we get to Quan's class, which is, which is Jimmy slamming. Uh Spinner against the lockers. Right. With
0: the basketball. Right. With the basketball. The, I forgot in the second locker it. slam
2: of the episode.
0: Yeah. He, like, pins him with the basketball. Oh, my God. After Spinner
2: gets Ellie's number.
0: Oh. Right. Right. I blocked that out in my mind. Okay. As you can see. She's way out of his league. Let's be real here. How yeah, did that happen? But, like, I think, like, the thing about Ellie is, at least in this entity of Ellie. Wild card. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think she's just a neutral agent who just likes to I, get a rise out of people.
2: I don't know. I think that's true. She gets likes yeah. to get a rise out of people. But as she's she, like, is exiting the scene out the door, mm-hmm. she, like, looks at Jimmy and oh, gives him eyes, like, like angry eyes, and then rolls them and walks out.
0: That's true. So there's, so there's like, a couple ways of looking at it. Yeah. Either A, she is because she's a wild card. Mm-hmm. I think that, and because she's friends with Ashley... Mm -hmm. It very well could be she just wants to piss Jimmy off because she doesn't agree with Jimmy's behavior. Mm -hmm. I also think that, too, like, Spinner wears, like, skater brand stuff, and, like, I don't think he has very many piercings now, but I know he gets a lot of piercings as the series goes on. So, like, he's vaguely alternative, so, like, I don't think terribly far off for, like, Mm -hmm. uh, someone like Ellie to be interested in, like, especially during that era. Like, he's very, like, that... Peter boy.
1: Or C, that was the number to the local Wendy's, and it was just a power move against Jimmy.
0: <laughs> that, too. <laughs> so, like, and, like, the thing with her is, like, it really, like, I just don't care, but also, like, I could buy many reasons behind why she did it, because that's just the way that she rolls. Like, she's mm-hmm. just very... Um, like, she's a delight, but her alliances are, other than the fact that she is friends with Ashley, are not very well structured yet.
3: Skater boy. See you later, boy. Right. is
0: good enough for her? <laughs> no. Clearly. Um, but yeah, so Jimmy...
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I just keep thinking, like, because one of the, part of the introduction to Ellie was that Ashley was, like, got told off by Paige or Jimmy or somebody... And she just, like, goes against the locker and then slides down, and Ellie is already sitting on the floor, like, really her good. back to her uh, locker.
0: Like, sipping on that gossip,
4: like, oh, God.
1: <laughs> and I just, wa- I just want Please. a scene where Ashley's talking to somebody else. She's like, well, I'm gonna go hang up with Ashley, like, backs up to the, or I'm gonna go hang up with Ellie, backs up to the locker, and then just slides down, and you just hear, she, hey, uh, hey, Ellie, how's it going? Pretty good, Ashley, how's it going with you? <laughs> Like, but they don't pan down to
0: the... <laughs> no, no, no. You just hear her. She's there. She's working on her math homework. Oh. I like it. I love her. I love it. I love That's all I got. But, um, yeah, so Jimmy's really pissed off, and Jimmy decides that he's going to get back at Spinner, because the activity, as I said earlier, is Quan is, um, doing, like, ad-libbing type stuff, um, with them, and Jimmy decides to volunteer Spinner, and... Page to do what is basically the opening for a porno. I just I know. Quan, why did you clear that? Like you knew it wasn't gonna end well. She like like just like oh, uh huh uh-huh.
2: and just nods. Yeah, yeah. and like, I wrote in my notes capital porn colon what? Yeah.
1: This is quan, you're smarter than this.
0: She she's just happy her husband's in remission and like he's probably tenured and she's just like fuck it. <laughs>
3: like, doesn't expect like she doesn't even expect anything when she's
0: like turn back around like come on yeah like I feel like come on Kwan you weren't on your game today like especially with Spinner whom you've had this is your third year you've had Spinner
1: like my art teacher knew what was up she's like I don't want any bongs I don't want any pipes like uh, it will be smashed in the like in the kiln if you try (laughs) right And then, like, one kid was like, what if I made a spoon with a straw in the handle? She's like, you mean, like, a, like a pipe for marijuana? I was like, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's like, I lived through the 60s. I know what's going on. I love her. She icon. was the best.
0: An icon. But, um, yeah, no, Quan's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then she's like, so, like, they're doing this whole entire thing. Paige is living for it because, like, I feel like she's, like, just three steps below a bravo celebrity really like she's just like practicing her real housewife like like tagline really in the mirror like every day
2: she knew exactly what she was doing
0: oh yeah like a hundred percent oh yeah but like also and and i never this is something we haven't harped on too much in the podcast still really makes no sense Paige had some sort of feelings for spinner actively pursued him and seemed to have him but like it was dropped really quickly it was never really developed they're friends and they have been friends pretty consistently so like she probably knows what makes him tick like very easily i just i feel
1: like paige when it comes to boys so far is just like the joker from the dark knight (laughs) <laughs> where she's just like, I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it.
0: I think there's a lot of weight to that though. like I feel like I feel like that's what it is where she just likes she she likes the game and and that's it. Like, she's here for the game.
2: And that's all this was.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she's just, like, eating it up. Like, she's super into it. And, like, once again, like, I will say, like, I feel like a lot and it's of... it's on display. Yeah, and I will say, like, with Paige, I feel like a lot of the reason why I like her is because her actress, like, sells her to me. Like, I believe that Paige is, like, a living, breathing person. And in the way that, like, she is just committing... And she's just like, you know, why don't you come in? And, and like, you know, sh- like, you have to bring the package inside and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the shoulder touches. Yeah, and, like, uh-huh. she does a lot of that stuff. So, because, like, a lot of page is nonverbal cues. And what makes me love her so much is she's just, like, committed and Spinner is just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> do, do
2: you want to try that on onomatopoeia again? Oh, I can do that, no problem. <laughs> Sorry about it. But yeah,
0: <laughs> but yeah, he is like having a meltdown. Um, because he, he is pitching a tent, and then we have to see the God, damn tent. I know they it.
1: showed us the fucking tent.
0: No one wanted to see that. Yeah. But,
1: but then, like, so then Spinner runs out, and Paige has the best line ever.
0: It is true. Would you like it, Frankton? Did...
1: Yes, please. Yes. Go for it. And yet another reason to never wear track pants. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're just so Page core. <laughs>
1: Paige Michael Chuck MVP forever!
0: <laughs> Truly though. Like she's just like, fuck it. Which is just, like her whole mood. Like, it's just whatever. I, I don't give a shit.
1: And this is the only scene with Ashley in the whole episode. Yeah. And like she's wearing what basically is a glittery scumbag Steve hat. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, this is the second time Kwan has done this, where she's had them wear, like, really peculiar things. Like, Jimmy is wearing, like, a tiara and stuff like that. Okay,
1: <laughs> Kira and Kirsten, how did you guys watch this show, <laughs> watch this episode? Well,
3: uh, I was sitting on Kira's couch, and we watched it on TV. I
1: mean, yeah. what, like, did you get it from YouTube or DVDs? Yeah, YouTube. Okay, so yeah, that was, like, every, I kept looking at the, like, the weird science, like, preview, you know, picture, as I was, like why is jimmy in a crown
3: oh
1: yeah, yeah yeah uh-huh and i was just like is this like for like a little like are him and ellie at like a little cousin birthday party or something
0: i wish i wish that was the subplot i would have watched oh, that oh, whole song. so but yeah so ugh, yeah <laughs> so that happens and it's it's rough
2: little spinner goes hiding
0: he does um I hate it. Yeah, I, I real I real hate it. Um <laughs> so the next time we see them, it's like lunch is one we
1: that together, that was kinda nice. Come on. We like whipped our heads up at the same time. <laughs> it's true. It's good.
0: Um so like the next time we see Spinner, he is um it's like at, like lunch is cleaning up and yeah. he's basically like so traumatized he, he is unable to like leave. He's just there. hmm And then, like, he's talking to Jimmy, and (laughs) Sheila comes over. Oh, wait. Jimmy has the balls to ask Sheila if food
3: produces a reaction. Yeah, this is what
0: I was getting at, because, like, so Sheila, in one full swoop, in response, one, calls them ladies, which, I roll, Mm -hmm. two, starts talking about her husband and how she attempted to cook, like, Oysters or like clams, clams. or something, clams? which I thought was oysters. It's Whatever. Oysters. Tried it's to make oysters. clams and all he got was like gas. Gas. And I was like, I I, I want to die on behalf <laughs> of Jimmy and Spinner right now. Um, and then oh my god. Um, and the whole entire thing is like Jimmy is talking about these issues of having boners, and Sheila then assumes that Jimmy is the one that's having issues with them. So here's the comeuppance in the context of this episode. (laughs) Sheila now thinks that Jimmy has issues with boners, even though the reality is that Spinner is the one.
1: You know, it's not just like every boy in the entire school. Yeah. And also and also Degrassi writers, being embarrassed in front of your entire class is a bit heavier than being embarrassed in front of the lunch lady
0: Right? Yeah Like, as much as I love and appreciate cafeteria workers They don't have the social clout that a teacher <laughs> would In the context of embarrassing shit
1: So Like, also, what was Quan, like, what was Like, what did Quan say after? Because, like, goes oh. running out And was Quan just like Well then I've made a mistake. <laughs> 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 so, like that's the thing. It's like for a show
0: that's so about like teaching lessons, I feel like it would have been kind of important for Kwan to be like, "Look, I fucked up, but also this isn't anything to be ashamed of either. Like, it's just something that happens. Like, I mean, I understand. Like, haha, this is kind of funny, Jimmy. Like, you know, screws up in the pro after he does something mean, but. You know, that oh god, I would be so upset if I did that to a kid. Like, yeah, I would legit be upset.
2: It it's hard thing to balance. It's hard thing to balance. Like, uh, get like, oh god, almost lost what you thought. <laughs> it's very late at the time of reporting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the lunch lady being the one to deliver the whole like, look. It's just a hormonal hiccup, and you don't need to worry about this. Also, the most Canadian, Canadian thing said on this show so far, I think.
1: Perhaps. This, this had the most A's and Tories. Truly, really. boots also. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I, I like, miss those.
0: Spinner overall has like this very thick accent, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, but like, <laughs> and,
2: but they didn't have Miss Kwan do anything with using her position of power
0: no well it goes back to my issue with the way the teachers are written on this show like it feels like they are just non entities and that's not necessarily true like even if a teacher like you know I don't expect every teacher to be liked by the characters. I don't expect every teacher to be hated by the characters but the fact of the matter is is that even if that teacher is not someone we check in on in a year Still makes an impact on the day to day of these kids. So, like, we gotta, you gotta do something. Cause, like, especially in the case of Spinner, where this is a kid who repeated a grade, had to take her class multiple times, and now has her again. Yeah. Like, this is literally the third time that he has had her, and, you know, between two different classes.
3: I mean, even there. There's probably a certain level that teachers build up a, do not even think about it, just don't even, like, don't even broach the topic unless they broach it kind of thing. But yeah. still, there's
0: but still pretty there's, obvious. Yeah, there's a check-in still involved. There's a, you know, I screwed up, you're right, like, you know, I don't, you know, I'm sorry. Like, there's still an apology there. Like, there's still a something and like opening it up being like look you may not want to talk about it that's fine especially to me but you know i'm sorry
3: are teachers given any
0: how to do a boners
3: well no just like any context of like students and puberty and sexual awakening (laughs) for lack of better
0: terms i mean like you take like psych courses that usually correspond to the age group you're interested in studying so like i took like adolescent psych Mm. but like not really in this type of detail of like what to do when you misread a like you know like puberty (laughs) and it results in consequences like this like yeah like it, it doesn't really i've i've never been explicitly told what to do um outside of like psych courses being like around this age to expect this to happen makes
4: sense
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i was gonna say if you were told what to do that'd be a very prepared like
0: oh manual (laughs) yeah and like i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing either though it's like the thing about this episode is like I guess what it's trying to get to at the end of it with Sheila saying it is, like, reiterating that this isn't, like... I mean, it's just something that happens, but I feel like the menstruation episode was a way better approach of, like, this is a thing that happens as opposed to this episode where, at the end of the day, it felt like the writers couldn't say the word boner without laughing in the writing room. (laughs) Yep. And, like look like i understand it's a funny word and like you know i and like i i get it like there is there probably is some sort of humor that can be had but at the end of the day i don't think this this plot executed its overall intention very well which is kind of disappointing because they have handled biological functions better in other episodes which probably is a deeper conversation about how we view cis male sexuality and puberty in general.
3: I mean, but who also are the writers on the show?
0: Mm, I don't know for this episode. I forgot to look it up.
1: It's not. It's Jan Moore and not one of our dream team.
0: Jan Moore. I feel like that's someone who did who has done a lot of Toby JT bullshit too. Yep. I think I looked it up. It was like
2: a their married couple. Were the writers
0: really? What? Yes. Whoa. I didn't know that part.
2: I think I, I didn't intend to look up that far, but I accidentally clicked on one of the names and it was like, <laughs> oh, they're married to the other writer.
0: Good. They're both mediocre in marriage. Okay. Oh. I'm uh, sorry. It was mediocre. I mean, I don't really rate these episodes, but Frank, like, what would you rate this episode? Oh, excuse me.
1: It wasn't Jan Mars, James Hurst, and Shelley Scarrow.
0: And they're married. Yeah. I, really, I don't know very much of what episodes they've written. Really thought you were talking about their marriage is mediocre. And I was like, no, oh. I just bet their writing is mediocre. Oh my god, I don't know about the condition of their marriage.
1: I'ma giving this a D plus.
0: Fair yeah, enough. Fair.
1: Like that one, the like bright spots, Emma and Snake at the end, the Page moment, the Ellie moments. That's it. And yeah. that, that was maybe 2 minutes of content in a 22-minute episode. It's
0: true. This was most of the episodes I have watched, not to jump into the rating. But um I feel like most of the episodes I've been able to watch and I got through them and maybe they weren't my favorite, but I didn't really have an issue getting through it. This one felt like a slog for me. And it's only 22 minutes.
1: It was uncomfortable for like the Craig episodes are uncomfortable because of their subject matter, but like I walked away I'm like They've, they fucking nailed it. Like, they yeah. nailed it so hard. This was yeah. our, this was just uncomfortable for... It, like, it was cringy, is the issue.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I agree, because it's like... And for context for Kira and Kirsten, um, Craig, who you didn't really get to see in this episode, is introduced with the fact that his father abuses him. Um, hmm. And it's heavy. It's a two-part episode. It's the opening for season two. It's super heavy, but... Like, there are these beautiful moments of, like, being a survivor of abuse and how that impacts you and impacts your everyday life and how you perceive people caring about you because of it. It's hard to watch and it can be very triggering, but, like, it's very compelling and important and you care about Craig and you care about everybody else involved and it was a very hard two episodes, but... Good two episodes if you can stomach it, and this one and like that one, you know, it activated me as a survivor of abuse. But like, it it didn't feel like I was wasting my time either. This one felt like I was wasting my time. However, mm. I'm happy you two were here. <laughs> that <laughs> that was not a waste of time.
1: The, this uh, recording with you, like with you two. Um, as extra bonuses, uh, definitely made this worth watching that.
0: Exactly. It was just Such the two nonsense. of us. I feel like we just would have been like, oh, God, it fuck. Been,
1: it would have been a much shorter episode. Right. Just like, let's just sprint through this.
0: Right. But, um...
1: Sprint through it. Like, I used to sprint through the video store to pass the, like, Child's Play movies. With my blinders on, just moving towards my objective, which is finishing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Holy shit. Um... <laughs> So I don't know if you two want to give any ra- any rating oh for this episode. It seems like you were kind of in agreement with the D plus. I don't know if you want to give it any more or less points.
2: I I think yeah. it was D- a plus. A D plus sounds
1: fair. I, is I, there I, a such
0: thing as a D plus? Yeah yeah there is a D plus. Wild. Depends on your grading system, but yeah D pluses exist. And
1: and just so there is absolutely no like. No question, D as in dog.
2: Yeah. D as in dog, not.
1: We, we, there are a lot of grades that could all sound vaguely the same. It's true. F, D, C, B, A. Yeah. This is a
0: D as in dog.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, so let's move on to character rankings. How do we rank these kiddos, old and new? I don't know, um, if we want our guests to kind of jump in first, or Frank, it's really up to you all. Liberty is just honestly numero uno.
3: <laughs> Valid. Liberty's She's up there. living her life, doing her best work.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say Liberty hopped in, like, a space shuttle and you just screamed out the window, I'm coming for you, Paige. <laughs> 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 um... Though Paige is rising up for just being just Paige. Just still so wonderful. Um, Emma. Emma's rising up back from the streets. I
3: feel like Emma's pretty solid. She's not, like, great, but she's not bad.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I feel that.
0: She's just solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's also why, like, people like her. Like, she was consistently, like, solid. Okay.
2: Not, yeah, not terrible. No. Like, like she seems very real.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh Manny, I feel you on accidentally sending that email to the wrong person. I have Ooh. done that many a time. <laughs> it's
0: my nightmare. Hopefully, not the same content. <laughs> Where,
4: like,
3: the, wh- when you're trying to BCC some BCC someone, and oh, no. I actually put them in the CC, <laughs> I have nightmares about that. I've never done it, but whoa. Oh.
1: I, I accidentally sent a Captain Holt quote from Brooklyn Nine-Nine to somebody who I have a professional relationship with. Oh, uh, no. And it was one of those, like, just super awful quotes where he's pretending to be heterosexual. Oh, <laughs> no. I mean, the quote is very funny. Yes, yes. But. <laughs>
0: but whoops.
2: At least it wasn't the one where he's trying to talk about how much he bones down.
1: Bone? Bone? Was him him describing his dead wife?
4: No!
2: Oh Oh my god, wait, that was so good though. Oof. Oh.
4: Oh.
1: Hey. hey. (laughs) Very relatable. Okay, anyway. um, Snake, you are rising just meteorically. Oh, that's not. Meteorics is down. You're rising to the stars for being good dad.
3: Yeah, I feel like he's a very reliable character in this episode, except for his ability to judge science projects. Sure.
2: And and <laughs> also to give a- adequate small talk to a child. Right. Oof. <laughs> My thing. <Make> a oof. <laughs> but still, I think he's. I, I think it was well intentioned, but <laughs> yeah. not that like I, I'm. I don't think it negatively expects his score too much. Oh no! He's still rising. He's still
3: pretty high up there.
2: I mean, I'm just gonna go start from the bottom. Mm. JT and JT is there. <laughs> <laughs> he's just kind of in the trough with all the pigs. And oh,
3: just do you mean say the
0: pigs? <sighs>
2: no. Okay, he's not in the trough with the pigs. He's down the hill from the where Fair. the pigs are on top of the hill and all the mud is rolling down onto him.
4: Good, um, okay, mm. I agree
1: yeah. with that. Yeah, like, JT's like, well, I'm finally at the bottom, then underneath the trap door opened up and he fell even farther.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, he found he found a way.
1: Uh, Toby, God, I want to deduct you for burping in Emma's face, but I gotta give, no, you're going down a little bit, but you're saved. How was JT? There's two
0: of them. No, they both did it. Yeah. They
1: both burped?
0: Yeah, yeah, like, Oh Tony does it From the like, side. It's a bit de- delayed But he does it And it's like super unpleasant He sounds like one of those like ah. Frog thi- You know like those frog things Where you like rub yeah. the back With like the little like cricky thing And that's what it sounded like
1: Um But he gets to Uh Hold on to the Like The bottom of the trap door For dressing up like a robot True Um Terry wasn't in this episode Ashley wasn't in this episode Ellie Oh, uh yeah, Ellie and takes keep... a
0: solid third.
1: Um, yeah, Ellie's doing good. I want to see more Ellie. Like
0: you'll get more content, and I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm like jumping out of my skin. Oh Sheila, I love Ellie. Oh
1: Sheila. Sheila
0: oh, oh, what would you rank Sheila? I love Sheila.
2: I thought she was great, but also a little bit too. Uh into talking horny stuff with little boys. Oh, I didn't
3: think it. Yeah. Yeah. um, True. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be telling about your... mm, No.
2: Like, 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 oh, don't worry about it. Like, guys, just like, hormones are a thing, and don't worry about that kind of stuff. That'd be more normal. But didn't need to go into the whole, my husband didn't get a boner, he just got gas.
0: Yeah,
1: no, I was gross. And also the transphobic comment.
4: Yeah, yeah. The
1: girls. Yeah, mm, yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Um, um, nuance. Jimmy, Jimmy, you're you're hopping on the roller coaster down, cause like
0: descent. It's all the men of DeGrassi.
1: Cause it's just like that's a bad friend. Like I, you need to hold your friends to a higher regard.
0: Well, not only that
3: there's a lot of weird possessiveness involving women in their lives that hold interaction with Jimmy and Spinner and the basketball and the vague sexual tension. Yeah. But besides the point, um, (laughs) which is totally not okay. And you can kind of see, at least it seems like they're getting influenced of, ah, yes, this is what it's like to be a teenage boy. But, really, all they really think of being a teenage boy is, ah, masculinity and getting the girl and being strong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Spinner, Spinner, my boy, you're gonna need to work a little bit harder to get back your sweet and tender prefixes, because now you're just a chunkhead.
4: head. Yeah. Oh.
1: So, I think that's about- oh, Quan, Quan, you're staying the same, yeah, the what the, kind of the fuck? Like, like,
0: yeah, what the fuck, Quan? <laughs>
1: Um. Who else was there anybody else? I,
0: don't know. I think that covers every yeah, all the major players. Oh. Like, maybe oh,
2: Manny Spike. and Spike. No, nobody got Spike.
0: Oh, so oh okay. Spike's always
1: on the rise. Yeah,
0: yeah Spike's great.
1: Because you know, like once Snake left, it's time to have a like in-depth mother-daughter conversation.
0: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she's good like that. Mm-hmm. Um, want to move on to recommendations? Sure. Okay, um, so this one, I, I'm i sure there is stuff out there that probably handles some of this stuff with way more grace. Um, I just recommended a movie that came out in 2010 called The Way He Looks, which is on Netflix. Um, it is in Portuguese, I want to say. Um, but it's a good gay movie um, talking about... Um, teenage sexuality in a way that won't make you cringe like this one does um focused on a character who is blind who befriends a new kid in school and how their relationship develops into potentially something more than just platonic um and also there's this interesting tension because he has a best friend who is a girl who gets kind of caught up in all of this as well um I was really charmed by it. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so if you want to check out things that have some similarities, particularly to, like, the B-plot, especially going into, like, friendship, the dynamics of friendship, and when sexuality gets involved, how weird it can get, um, this is a really, really good watch, and it's a really easy watch if you have access to a Netflix account, so I would recommend it. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, I recommend it, too. I thought it was really good.
2: Uh, I guess I have just one like. The only thing I think of is like uh, Jane the Virgin,
4: I yeah, for, yeah.
2: Um, introducing um, there's a couple good episodes about introducing um, a significant other to a child,
4: mm-hmm.
2: which I think kind of explores it pretty pretty well. Mm-hmm. Jane the Virgin, great show.
0: I think Friday Night Lights has handled it to a certain extent as well once again having kids that are older i mean i always feel weird saying kids because friday night lights they're all like really old looking but they are (laughs) in high school a lot of the time within the context so like there are a couple times where a brother or a mother or somebody will like bring another partner in and then like kind of how the relationship dynamic may get strained because of it um so i try not to recommend friday night lights often on this show um, but I do know, I've only recommended it like once. So, really? yeah, I've been very restrained. Um, even though I revealed that one of my rats is named after a character. Um, but if um, that's something that's interesting to you, that's definitely layered into some of the plots of Friday Night Lights as well. Let's yeah, be honest, I
3: have no boner recommendations. It's fine. I have no, yeah. With
0: none, I can't make this posy. Do you have anything that you're reading or watching or anything like that right now that you would recommend just because it's nice? Um,
4: uh, hmm.
3: I'm watching.
0: No, honestly, the
3: Wait, book that i
2: We both have one that we would definitely. I already both did recommend. it. <laughs> oh, you what? You already
0: did it? Yeah.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh. dang.
0: Yeah. So. The Linogo. Broken the
2: Broken Earth series by N.K. Jemisin. We both really love it. It's real good.
3: I mean, I guess I really like the... I finished this a bit ago, but the Stormlight Chronicle uh, archive... Well, I didn't finish it. I finished the last book that's out. Brandon Sanderson. He's also a really good world builder.
0: Because <laughs> Degrassi is clearly...
3: A great example as well (laughs) The world building, all those characters Put in weird
0: places with so many laws That it should be broken for character and world development (laughs) Clearly Um, Frank, do you have anything Ninja you recommend?
1: Well, if you're not sick of people saying the word boner uh, It's just the music of Ninja Sex Party Because that's almost all they talk about But if you're not interested in that I've been reading um, Fantasy's Othering Fetish By Fenderson DeJelly Clark um, it is about like the fantasy genre and people of color. It is very interesting. Oh. Hmm. So, or just like the way they're represented in it. And guess what? Not great. So <laughs> uh, but like it's a very it's a very good read. I would suggest it. Nice okay.
0: Um, so. If you are interested in continuing the conversation with us, whether please, please not about boners, but if you want to continue (laughs) the conversation with us about Degrassi at all, feel free to email us at ihopepod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at ihopepod, on Tumblr at ihopepod, or you can join our Facebook group at I Hope I Can Make It Through Podcast, um, and we will keep you up to date and potentially open up any discussions concerning topics in the episodes or just Anything Degrassi adjacent, really? Um, if you would like to talk, um, also if you would like to potentially be interested in co-hosting, um, remember that we work on about like a four-week delay. However, if there are later parts of season two that you are interested in potentially appearing on, please contact us so that we can potentially add you to our interest list. Um, also, if you want to provide a audio clip or a piece of text talking about how an episode a character a season whatever the series in general means something to you please don't hesitate to send it to us um we will either play the audio clip or read it during um during the show itself um if you are interested in talking to me personally you can reach me on twitter at dm is unbreakable
1: i'm at stuck dancing um and i also do another podcast with uh, my sister called Teen Girl Talk, where we talk about other teen media that's not Degrassi. Um, and also, just a bunch of nonsense. Like, this is intelligent, that one's dumb. <laughs> I can't have fun,
0: we've talked about this.
1: <laughs> I had fun.
0: I'm glad you have fun, but I am the no fun zone. Um, but, um... Um, with obviously no pressure, but Kira, Kirsten, are there any ways that people can get in touch with you?
2: Sure. On my, this is Kira, on my Twitter at Kira, uh, at K-Y-R-A-T-H-I-L-N.
4: You know,
3: I am a mysterious, math, magical, mythical being
0: who has no social media.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Thank you so much for the two of you for appearing today. Home. Yeah. yeah NBD.
1: Oh, and I would really like somebody to write into me and help me write the script for Jimmy's flyaway home pornography <laughs> story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, I'll, Frank. I'll forward you the email once I get it. <laughs> Whoever that brave soul will be. <laughs> Just don't send us your KIK. Oh my God. No. <laughs>
4: Um,
1: I don't know what that means and I'm happy I don't you
0: don't have to um anyway on that note we hope we can continue to make it through and we hope you'll be there with us um, thank you so much for taking the time to give us a listen and we'll talk to you next week bye bye why
1: don't people understand my intention